Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I'm CEO podcast and formerly the CEO chat podcast. So doing something a little bit different as we ease into the fall from the summer and, you know, everybody's traveling a lot more. You know, life is obviously a lot different than it has been in the last uh, four years, definitely since I started this, let alone the last two years or so. But I had a podcast called the CEO Chat Podcast, which is a lot more of a long form podcast. I didn't really reach the 1400 plus episodes that we did with the I Am CEO podcast. So it's a lot more long flowing, a lot more conversational, but might be dusting off the uh, the CEO Chat Podcast and bringing that back out. So with that being said, while considering that, what I wanted to do is go through some of the interviews that I had that were some of my favorites and share those. It's not going to obviously be the full entire interview. We're going to have links in the show notes so that you can go and listen to the full interview. But I wanted to do some snippets that you can get. You're going to hear, of course, you know, the visibility either the resources or the connections in each of these different snippets. So it's going to be one of those things that's really going to help you to hopefully learn more about the guests that's on the show, what they do, how they do, why they do it, but also get that opportunity to really um, learn about some resources that can make you more effective and efficient. So sit back and enjoy this special throwback CEO chat episode. I created what eventually became like a family newspaper. So I would put all this news um, from everything that was going on with the family or also I would put sports news, um, health tips, quotes, because I'm addicted to quotes, always have been, always will be probably. And I would put all of that into a family newspaper and then we would be able to send it to my dad each month. And then I would also be able to kind of sell those subscriptions to my family members so that they can learn everything that was going on. So um, even though that's not the exact same thing that I do today, at the same time, that's kind of like where this media company kind of mindset kind of came in where, you know, trying to create content for the entrepreneurs and business owners. So I did this leadership program called um, Leadership Center for Excellence. And I did the young professional track, but it's kind of like it's in Arlington. I'm I'm based out of right outside of Washington, D.C. in Alexandria. But I did this um, leadership program in Arlington um, and went through it for about four months or so. But every year they have like this, quote unquote, TED Talks. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that. They call it lead talks, but it's essentially a TED Talk. Um, But it's only eight minutes. So um, probably for the last, I want to say two months or so, been prepping for that and been figuring out like, what I what story I would tell, you know, what kind of information I would leave people with. So um, getting all that information together, that's kind of like where I had that realization and everything. That's when is it? Did you do it yet then or no? I did it Friday. So oh, I literally wow. did it this past Friday. Yep. Wow. How did and how do you feel? I feel good. I feel good. I, I feel because I had an idea of exactly what I wanted to talk about as far as like content, like how I wanted to help out people, but I didn't have the story piece. So I think the clarity came when I really started to, and it just hit me one day where it was like, okay. Um, cause a lot of times when I tried to make difficult decisions, I would look at what I did when I was a kid because I felt what I did as a kid wasn't about, you know, making money, wasn't about, you know, um, getting prestige or any of that stuff. You just did stuff as a kid just because you were interested in it. So a lot of times when I was trying to make difficult decisions, I would go back to what I did as a kid. So that didn't all come together though, until I did this presentation. So I definitely love doing the presentation. Definitely, obviously. But I think the preparation and actually coming up with the idea and actually having it with clarity kind of helped out a ton. And being and I also when you say looking at things like uh, as if or like when you were a kid, is that also kind of like because when you're a kid, you have a more open minded mindset kind of like and you're more playful? Yeah. About it? 
Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a great point. And, and yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, you don't get somewhat jaded sometimes by the world. Um, and, you know, you start to think that you have to do this because of X, Y and Z. You definitely just want to do stuff just because it's fun, you know, whether that be sports or whatever, you know, a lot of times. And, and I think that you know, specific, specifically for me, that was something that I don't know a lot of people that created a family newspaper and sold subscriptions. So I felt like it wasn't just me doing it because I was influenced by anybody. Somehow, some way it came to me and then it just kind of happened. So I felt like that probably dialed a little bit into the essence of who I was. I love it. And, and I think it's great. And thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And then you, you said too, um, that you tore your Achilles tendon playing basketball and that, that was what led to CEO blog nation. Is that true? Yes. Um, I should just probably uh, clarify and say trying to play basketball because obviously <laughs> I didn't do a good job. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. where were you? Were you like in college? How old were you? No, I was actually, I had graduated. Um, I want to say it was probably in like 2011 or so. So I had already graduated and I was actually in Arlington, go figure. Um, I was actually at a church. There was pickup basketball. And I think I had uh, left a job actually. And I was um, going to, um, I wanted to make sure that I stayed in shape. So I had hadn't been playing basketball in a while. And I went there and I played pickup basketball and I remember the pain still to this day. Um, I don't know if you've ever like tore any tendons or anything, but it literally feels like somebody takes a hammer and, and slams it in the back of your leg. And when it happened, my initial thought was like, you know, who stepped in the back of my leg? And I tried to walk. I couldn't walk. And I was like, I, I hope that I just kind of, you know, rolled my ankle or something. But lo and behold, a couple of weeks or so later, I found out, yeah, I definitely tore. I didn't tear it completely, which I guess was good or bad. I, I hear mixed results about whether or not it's better to tear it completely or not. But yeah, I definitely tore it a little bit. How do you feel on it now? Like, can, is it a thing for you? Um, interesting enough, it's... Uh, it's, uh, I've had any, any issues I've, I tore it in my left leg, any issues I've had, I've had in my left leg. So I've had like knee tendonitis cause I, you know, I play a lot of sports. I stay pretty active. So I was playing flag football and I would have knee tendonitis was all in my left leg. So it doesn't hurt me that bad, um, anymore. I still think about it a little bit. And I tell you, honestly, one of the most painful things for me to see is when somebody tear, tears it. So if I'm watching like a sports game or something, oh. I see somebody tear their Achilles. I feel like I could still feel it, which is weird, but oh, the pain. Like, that pain never goes away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was also like, I mean, it must have been, I mean, the most monumental traumatic amount of pain. Like it must have been just like, I can't even, I'm glad I can't imagine. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> yeah. That sounds awful. So how did that lead to a website? Yeah. So I, I literally, um, so before that I was doing a lot of freelance writing. So I worked for this, um, publication called patch and basically I had an entrepreneurial spotlight column. So that's kind of probably maybe the second or so thing that kind of got me in that entrepreneurial realm where I didn't necessarily, I had the entrepreneurial tendencies as I spoke about, but I don't necessarily knew that I grew up in like an entrepreneurial household. Like my parents weren't, you know, business owners, um, at that time. So Basically, for me, I would go around and I would interview, you know, business owners, find out why they started their business, what things and pieces of advice they would have for other business owners. And these were like local businesses in this, um, you know, the Northern Virginia area. But that happened um, that I tore my Achilles. And when I tore my Achilles, I wasn't able to kind of go around to do that anymore. So while I was rehabbing, while I was kind of like upset about everything, I started to like work on what eventually became CEO Blog Nation. It started out as the first site was called Herepreneur. So the idea was here from entrepreneurs. Um, and that's still part of CEO blog nation, but I started to realize that, you know, 
entrepreneurs kind of don't just want to hear stories. Some of them do. Other people want to know, other people want to know how to, um, you know, build up a, a Facebook page or all these different things that entrepreneurial entrepreneurs want and kind of look for. So I started to look at all those things and that's what eventually became CEO blog nation, but it largely probably never would have started if I hadn't tore my Achilles tendon. Cause I had, uh, again, way too much time on my hands where I was <laughs> trying to stay keep my mind off the pain and, and kind of stay in a zone, I guess you can say. And I just started to work on that. Well, it takes forever to heal from that, right? It, because I didn't tear it completely. It took me about six months, I believe. Like I had a cast. I didn't have to have surgery, which was good. But the funny thing, not funny thing, but the interesting thing is that, um, you know, you forget how to, that you forget, like you take everything for granted, like how to walk. Mm -hmm. I literally had to learn how to walk again. And every time I got like a different cast or I started, or I completed like a different milestone, I guess you can say I had to learn something over. So like it was six months, but at the same time, you have to get over the mental part. You have to learn how to walk. Um, a lot of those things that kind of make up you, um, that you take for granted on, you know, being able to step on your, your, your feet or get on your feet and just walk around. You, you forget that it's a process in order to do that. Wow. That is, yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't have even thought that through. Like that is, that's to so, I mean, I thought of how physically taxing that was. It's mentally exhausting. Yeah. It still is to this day. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so you worked for patch that was owned by AOL. Are they still a thing? I remember them. Yeah, you do. Okay. Yeah. They, they are not owned by AOL anymore. So I worked for patch twice. So actually that was my last job, um, before, um, I got, I, I got laid off and then I went to patch and I was going to get laid off again. That was around the time that, um, they cut a lot of the funding and they ended up getting, um, sold to another company. I believe it's Herf global. I believe that's the name of the company. Um, and I followed it a lot just because again, it's in the journalism industry. Um, but, um, I worked for them as a freelance writer and then I eventually worked as like an outside, um, I think I was local advertising manager. Um, that was my title. So I ended up working for them later on, but in the beginning, you know, there was a lot, it was a lot better environment than when I got there and it was kind of like, uh, I think the end's coming right. soon. Yeah. I, I, and I, I don't even know, are they still, they are still around though. The site's still there. It's not yeah. what it was. Yeah. It used to be big. I remember <laughs> when it was something. Um, yeah. Because when you said that, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So how do you think... So when you started CEO Blog Nation, what year was that? That was a while ago, right? Yeah, I think... Um, I can't remember exactly when it... I guess it was quote unquote branded as CEO Blog Nation, but it might have been... A, 2012 or so, something like that, the official time. It's funny, like I mentioned, you know, it started out as more of a hobby. So, um, you know, it wasn't ever, ever a business. I have to go and actually look and see when I registered the domain name and got everything <laughs> started. That would probably be the exact answer. But I know that it started out as a hobby. It's just like, again, because I couldn't get around. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just interview some people some way that I can. And then it kind of just blossomed from there. And why do you think it did? Like, why do you think it took off? Um, it's a good question. I, I think a lot of it just has to do with, um, it's funny. Somebody asked me like, why, you know, why, um, why it's like so important, why you, I think it's relevant. I think because largely 
I always say, like, I, if you can visualize, I'm the kid that kind of sits in class and I have all these questions. I actually am bold enough to like raise my hand. I feel like I only ask questions that I thought were relevant. So I wanted to start a business. I wanted to know what, um, how people started their business. I wanted to know what advice they would give to, you know, young business owners or people that are starting businesses. I want to know what mistakes that you made when you started your business. So I asked those questions to these business owners and I felt like a lot of other people wanted to ask the exact same things. But again, like the kid in class, I was just somebody that wanted to raise their hand. So I felt like by, you know, creating something that was of interest to me that helped me to kind of build and grow as an entrepreneur and business owner, I also was um, providing something that other people wanted to learn from. So I felt like that was a lot of it that, you know, I think the interest wasn't just mine. It just was something that I scratched my own itch, so to speak. Um, and then all of a sudden other people wanted to read about it too. And I, I think I, I, I feel that way about this show is that it gives me so much. Like I, like Liz on biz, I meet so many, you must meet so many people through CEO blog nation and through your other podcasts, you know, but like, I think it's like by listening, you know, to where other, what other people did in their path and like what they did right, wrong. Um, I've learned so much. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because, you know, I, you know, listening to your, you know, previous episodes too, I was super excited to come on here. And, um, but just because, you know, obviously you make it your own cause your, 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 uh, your show is your show. Um, but at the same time you learn so much. I always joke that, you know, CEO blog nation, the podcast and everything. I always say, I didn't go to quote unquote business school, but I felt like I am going through business school cause I'm actually learning from entrepreneurs and business owners. Cause I get to ask questions, learn from them, you know, um, borrow a little bit of their expertise so that I can, you know, learn a little bit more myself so that I can be more successful. And that's huge. And I, I will say, I, I also do not have a degree in business. I went for theater, which probably doesn't surprise you. I went for <laughs> theater and English. And then I have a master's oh. in, in lit. So English, like literature. Oh, really? Um, I'm yeah. an English major as well. Oh, I was really? an English bachelor. I have my master's in sports industry management, but yes, cool. I have my bachelor's in English. Yeah. And I almost went to journalism, but I'm never objective because I have so many opinions. And so like I, my brother's a journalist and he's very successful. Like he works for, um, MUR in New Hampshire. So he's okay. like, yeah, he's really cool. Um, and he tried to help me like learn the journalistic stuff. So like, here's how you write a press release and here's how you write a story. And like, he was trying to help me do it. And I would write stuff and I'd be like, but I want to say it this way. And he's like, that's not being objective. Like that's giving like kind of an opinion. And I was like, yeah, but I have one. And he's like, Liz, that's not journalism. <laughs> and he was like, that's not what this is. Um, and so that I was, of course, now with the rise of podcasting, I'd be, I'd be like, thank goodness I have a platform to just be how I am. But still yeah. get to be curious because I was always curious. Like, right. Like, do you feel you're, you're a naturally curious person? You are like based on what you yeah. said, you know? Yeah. Well, no, it's funny that you say that. I said we're, it sounds like we're cut from the, the same cloth <laughs> because um, I always felt that about journalism because I never really, uh, I guess, truly loved like the pure journalism, like, okay, you sit down, you have to write by, you know, I, I think it's APA standards. You mm. have to do this. You have to do that. I never really liked the regimented aspect of it. I just probably been just like you, you know, somebody that's creative and super curious and like creating content, but doesn't necessarily like to say you have to do it this way. And I think it's, it's funny because, you know, I read a lot about the journalism industry and always have, um, cause I never understood where it was going to go. But I think because of podcasts, because of blogging, because of all these platforms, 
platforms out there, everybody now does have a voice. So it's disrupting the entire industry where, you know, you do respect the journalists, the people that are the people that you can trust, not just people that are tweeting random things that may or may not be true. But I think that it also has given a voice to people that can create journalism in the way that they desire, which has been the most exciting thing for me. Oh, I totally I think you're absolutely right. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast and the CEO Chat podcast. And I hope you enjoyed this special episode. Give us an opportunity to kind of take some of the snippets from some of the longer form podcasts that we have and repurpose them here. And we might be dusting off the CEO Chat podcast and talking a little bit more about uh, some of those longer form episodes and hopefully some of the people that have been on the I Am CEO podcast on the longer form episodes. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed this little snapshot of course you can go to ceochat.co and have the opportunity to listen to the full complete version of the episode uh, but also you can maybe see that it's very important to to create content but also to be able to listen to and take in the hacks the nuggets the the stories just all the things that make these uh interviews so unique and so special so i hope you enjoy this episode and be sure to follow up with the guests follow up with the CO Chat podcast and hear about all the awesome things we're working on.